0: From the kids to Aunt Sue. Keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing GigSpeed Internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about GigSpeed Internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.
1: day, no topics are off limits, anything and everything is covered, uncensored, unfiltered, uncut, you are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only, Stan
2: Wanklin. Hey guys, Rad Rob here from the Rad Turtles Wrestling Podcast. Before we get to today's program, I gotta have a little talk with you. Remember back in the day when even just a stiff breeze would get your soldier standing at attention? <laughs> yeah, I know as we get older, it doesn't happen as easily as it used to, but I may have something that will help you out. It's called Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable, same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know that they work. You can take it any day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they will work up to twice as fast as the other pills, so you can be ready any time... It's time for your boy to go. This isn't just for guys who can't perform, it's for anybody who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. I've tried it. Rad wife can attest to that. Whenever I pop a Blue Chew, she knows it's go time. Most guys can talk a good game, but if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you follow through for round two. Blue Chew's prescribed online ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit no waiting in those lines at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. That's right, your first shipment is free when you use our special promo code RAD. All you have to do is just pay $5 shipping and handling Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code R-A-D, to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Rad Turtles Wrestling Podcast. So visit BlueChew.com to get it on.
1: Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to this special edition to Just Thinking. I hope you don't mind me uh, breaking my regularly scheduled series of programs <laughs> and uh, tossing in this show because I think it's a it's a very important one. I don't think it'll be too darn long, but I think uh, it's it's probably more important to do this show than it is to uh, do my regularly scheduled show, which was going to be on uh, about your job. Do you think it's time to leave your job or finding the ideal job? Whatever, it's a great show But uh, I think that can get put off till tomorrow And uh, it also falls really perfectly on the heels of today's show Which is uh, Monsters from the Id And if you haven't listened to that show yet It's about, uh, you know, people having all these gotcha moments And catching everybody And doing all kinds of uh, And saying all kinds of negative things about people You know, through media And a variety of things and, And some ways that, you know, we might want to stop doing that Uh, for good reason. Uh, but before I get into today's special show, I wanted to take one minute as always and saying thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody out there that's made the first month of just thinking just a wild success. And, um, I can't send enough love your way and thank you your way for all the support and, um. Again, just thank you very much, and I hope that you will continue to participate with the show, because it's a we show, it's not a me show, and um, that things will keep moving upward, upward, and upwards. Uh, and in the spirit of that, let me get back to today's special show. Uh, and I guess the, 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 the best way to look at this, uh, or the best title it could be, is if someone says something is so, does that make it so? Uh, You know, if somebody just says something uh, about me or you uh, or a celebrity or a politician or the president or a baseball player or anybody uh, for that matter, uh, you know, just because you're from, uh, you know, just because you're another human being or from a special interest group or from something that's very politically correct or politically hot at the moment, does that mean... That uh, you are automatically believed, that you are automatically correct, uh, that you are automatically, uh, you know, 100% honest in what you've said, or accurate is a better term, that there aren't any other possible, uh, you know, variables, uh, you know, regarding that story, and, uh, you know, is the person who's identified as the, uh, uh, is the wrongdoer, are they immediately guilty uh, until they're proven innocent? What happens to due process? You know, and, uh, you know, due process is for the law, but it's also a good thing in terms of critical thinking. Due process is really critical thinking, you know, which means... Is there a smoking gun? Is there you know, evidence that's compelling? And the other term is robust, meaning strong. Is there strong or compelling evidence to suggest that what somebody is saying about you or some charge against you or some observation of you is accurate? Or is it just accurate because a priest said it or a policeman said it or your parents said it or a woman said it or a person of a minority group said it? Or a person who was of a majority group said it. You know, should you know, should that person automatically, uh, you know, get the benefit of the doubt, or is it the other way around, or is it that a person who's reputable or or any person, you know, you, we have to you know accept the fact that they believe, uh, you know, that what they're reporting is true, but that it's incumbent upon them to sit there and provide evidence of that you know before you're you know convicted of, of things uh, in the press or amongst your peers or anything else now i've seen this done over and over again uh, to politicians whether they be republicans or democrats or independents or people within their own parties uh, you know they, you know they get sabotaged they they have a whack job put on them uh, you know i'm not going to use the president's term of a witch hunt or anything else like that but those things have been done also where, uh, you know, it's a character assassination or, uh, or you know, it, or it, it may not even be. It may just be uh, a statement of what you think is misconduct or something inappropriate uh, against somebody. But you don't have any proof at the moment or uh, the other person hasn't had a chance to say, what is your proof? And, you know, let me verify that story or not. And, you know, their life is ruined or they have to resign or or, or whatever. You know something's you know going to happen from it right there, and we've seen this a lot lately. Uh, Of course, we've seen it with the uh, with the president. uh, You know because of the you know the the uh, the Access Hollywood tapes and all the other things. Uh, you know, with that kind of stuff. And, you know, there's been a formal investigation regarding that. So that's not the best example, but you can see that. And that's a major political one. You saw it with Bill Clinton. You saw it with other presidents, with Richard Nixon. You've seen it with other politicians. But lately, you're seeing it all over the place, whether it be uh, a year ago or more with Al Franken, for example, you know, the senator who resigned because, you know, many years before when he was on tour or something, you know, he he had some silly behavior, uh, with a female that he didn't recall, but because the person was in a political position of being a woman, and there was a photograph uh, that you know showed some silly behavior on his part, boom—the guy's career is over. You know, there was, you, it wasn't even worth it to him. He was a you know, victim. You just uh, uh, today or yesterday have this thing with Joe Biden. We have another person say, "Hey, you know, I, no, nobody sexually assaulted me now, but I felt violated." And you know, Joe Biden says, "Well, I respect your opinion." Blah, blah blah. And he has to go on the you know the office. You know, no, no, you didn't harass anybody, but you're you're already having to listen carefully and everything because the woman saying it is in a group. In this case, it's a it's a woman, and women have had so many terrible things happen to them that now there's this politically correct thing that if a woman says it, a woman has to be believed. A woman has to be you know whatever. Well, of course, uh, whether it's a woman or a man. Uh, if somebody makes an accusation like that, unless there's some reason not to, you have to say, well, the person believes that. Now, after they've voiced their charge, let's, you know, what. where's the evidence for that? Where's the due process? You don't fire somebody. You don't withdraw from the race if you're going to be a president or a congressman or you want to run for dog catcher or whatever. We had this happen with Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, you know, uh, he went ballistic over it. Uh, you know, they brought somebody in and then, you know, they don't get the answer that they want. It's his word against somebody else's. Uh, you don't have a smoking gun in those cases. You, you, I can feel, you know, for the, for the woman uh, in that, obviously. And the person may look sincere. They may believe that that's happened. It might, in fact, be even true. But the point being is that's not the way the law works, and that's not the way fairness works, and that's not the way the critical thinking works. You have to have evidence uh, with those kinds of things. And it's not right, in my opinion, if we go on this path where somebody says it, it's so. Regardless of anything. And that's regardless of whether it's Ann Coulter, where the president says, you know, she's a whack job. No, she's not. A, there's no evidence that says that she's a whack job. And I'm not an Ann Coulter fan. But Ann Coulter, I, I did a wonderful show about Ann Coulter with that. Or I'm not a fan of Tucker Carlson. Uh, but, you know, pulling something out that he said, uh, you, know, uh, you know, 10 years ago doesn't make him a misogynist or anything else like that. You have to look at his background. I'm not a fan of Rush Limbaugh or anything else like that, but he's not a criminal. And just because you don't like what he says, you, you, you can't make him a criminal. Uh, likewise, uh, if you're the president and people are screaming, lock her up, lock her up. Hey, if, if there's been investigations and nothing's coming about, just because you're screaming that doesn't make that so. It, no matter how much you don't like those people, or if you're a Republican and you don't like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's just a kid. She's 29 years old. Not a kid, but she's a young woman. She's a brand new representative. She's not doing anything illegal. She's not a member of the Communist Party. She's not looking to you know, overthrow the government. Just because somebody says it so and you want to blackball her, that isn't right. So whether you're Joe Biden or Al Franklin or Brett Kavanaugh or Ann Coulter or Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh or AOC, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you're not guilty just because somebody says it's so. Just because somebody you know, is in that politically correct group at the time. It's not fair, and I don't think it's right. I don't think that all of you think that that's right either. And it's something that we really need to guard against as we go forward. And it's part of uh, the—I couldn't ask for a better uh, story that's happening than when I— and I did that several days before this happened with the show today being the Monsters from the Id. There's an example of Monsters from the Id. Those things you're destroying are— Our process of law Those things are destroying our process of reasoning And those things are making things very divisive And those things happen all the time And we have to be on guard for them And I think that's one of the beautiful things about this show uh, Just Thinking and many other shows like this Because people like myself And people like you We can reach out and speak to one another And think about this issue intelligently and put, poli- you know, put our emotions aside, put politics aside, put our belief systems apart, and, and use fair play and common sense. And at its best, due process is supposed to be fair play and common sense. And it relies on the wisdom of people like you and I. And we shouldn't tolerate that. Otherwise, we're never going to have anybody run for office. We're never going to have anybody that is going to feel comfortable. And people are going to be very guarded and suspicious. And hostile When anybody asks them a question about anything Because it's like a gotcha moment Now, I want to give you one quick story And then I'm going to end up this podcast Because I think you get it 150% and And regardless of, again, what party or what belief system you have I think if everybody was listened to and treated fairly Regardless of what their opinion There'd be a lot of harmony in this country And amongst one another I think Americans can deal with different ideas They just don't like getting screwed over or feeling like they're being screwed over Whether they're Republicans Whether they're Democrats Whether they're Independents Or frankly, let's, let's start telling it like it is Whether they're men or women Or whether they're the minority Or whether they're the majority If you're a minority person You don't like getting shot 12 times For something that somebody else wouldn't On the other hand, if you're a white male You don't like being told that you're a fascist Just because you might have conservative beliefs That isn't right And if you're a male, you don't want to feel that you've got to apologize or say you're sorry for something you haven't done just because somebody feels that you have. That doesn't seem to be right to me. And it doesn't seem to be reasonable. But let me tell you the story that I wanted to tell. And it was many years ago. And it was certainly not when women had, uh, uh, you know, the position of, of authority and believability that they have right now. But uh, th- they could certainly, uh, you know, be heard uh, as well, B- but not to the extent of now. And uh, it-, it shows you about how things can be absolute bullshit. Uh, and I'll be very quick with the story. I, was, uh, I took over as the treatment director of a, of a corrections facility here in New York. And it was a very important position. I was the assistant director of the facility, and I was also the treatment director of that facility. And the facility had people who were hardened juvenile offenders who were entering the adult uh, uh, corrections, uh, you know, uh, the adult corrections system. Uh, at the termination of most of the time that's were spent in this facility. And it was an out-of-control facility when I came there, and I worked very hard with a bunch of other people and getting the place very, very much under control, which it was. And one of the things that we wanted to control is because there had to be an educational model in that, uh, in this particular program, is the fact that when the the, the young men and ladies went down into the classrooms, they had to stay there and do their work, and the teachers it couldn't be the way that they were acting for years, where they they, they basically didn't. Uh, control their classrooms. They didn't, uh, you know, uh, they didn't teach what they should teach in the manner that they should teach. They, they were afraid of the kids. They were hostile to the kids. They, they just weren't providing any kind of quality. And the goal that we had was, hey, look, if you're going to work here, you have to have control of your classroom. We'll provide you with therapy aids and other people, youth division aids to make sure that the kids won't hurt you or damage or do anything. But you have to be in control of your classrooms. Classes are going to go on. All students have to get their education, have to attend class unless they're physically sick. Now, this was very important to me. I'm the guy who helped devise, you know, devise those things and implement the law as it was with what these kids were entitled to. They were entitled to an education. Well, needless to say, there were many staff who didn't agree with that, and uh, they had been in the system a long time and figure, who the hell is this young guy coming in and telling us what we have to do? Now, we got the place under control uh, after about a year and did a very good job of it. But one of the boogaboos was the teaching area. And I, and I was, let me tell you, I was on duty about seven days a week, uh, a, a lot of hours in every day. And I, one of the things I would damn well make sure if anything happened in that facility, I was going to be there. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see how it was handled. And school was a number one priority. <laughs> Well, here's one of these days, and I go down there, and this one particular teacher, she was a a very weak link in the system, and I had provided her with all the supports that I could provide her, which were many. And she just didn't want to play the game uh, in terms of making sure that these kids had to toe the mark and do what they had to do, and that she had to do what she had to do. So uh, she had dismissed a class, and she said, "No, I can't control these kids." And I said, "Well, you know that's that's not acceptable. I want those kids in the back in the class now. Case closed." And we were out in the hall, and uh, a couple of other teachers were out there, and uh, and she said, "Well, I, I don't want to do that." I said, "Well, I'm directing you to, and I have the authority to, or I'll bring another teacher in. I want those kids back in the class, and I want you dealing with them now. Do you understand?" Now, I must have been 10 feet away from her on the other side of the, um, you know, the, uh, of a hallway, and she was near her classroom. I, was, I wasn't shouting at her, and she wasn't shouting at me. She says, oh, okay, I understand. And I said, well, good, then do it. And the kids came back in the classroom, and that was the end of that. Well, the next thing I know, uh, the next day I'm getting called down. Uh, To the director's uh, office, and there's a union representative there, and everything else. And I belong to a union as well. And I was being called up on charges. Why? Because this teacher said that I forced her to have these kids come back in her class. And when she said no, I took my two fingers and I put them against her chest. You know, where her, um, I guess where her solar plexus is Or above her breastbone And pushed her into a wall And said, now get them in that goddamn classroom now Now, in my career at that point in time I had never had anything like that happen to me And I couldn't believe it And I said, are are you kidding me? And they said, no, uh, you know, this is a serious thing She said, you know, you struck her You her You struck her in the chest And pushed her into a wall I said, are you crazy? I never did any such a thing. Is there a mark on her? Is, I was right in the hallway there. There were people there. There were students. That, well, that doesn't matter. She says that happened. She's a teacher. She's been here for many years. Why would she say that if it wasn't so? You must have done that to her. I said, is this a setup or something like that? And I said, do you want me to leave? The, I mean, you don't have to pull that kind of crap on me. Am I being too strict? I mean, you know, what the hell is the, the issue here? You know, this is, I thought this was what, you know, you folks wanted. Things are going great. No, we're not saying that. We're just saying, you know, why would she say that? I said, actually, I have no idea why she might say that. There might be a million reasons. I said, if you really want me to speculate, I guess, uh, now that I look at it, she probably doesn't want some young guy like myself telling her what the hell she has to do. She doesn't like the idea that I have the authority to do that, and I'm telling her in no uncertain terms that I want that to happen. I said, I think she's lying. As a matter of fact, I don't only think she's lying, I know she's lying. I said, because... I happen to take martial arts, I happen to, not that that means anything. I said, if I wanted to push her into a wall, she'd be unconscious. I said, but I would never do that to her or anybody else. I said, you think I'm insane? I have no history of ever doing anything like that. I don't do that with the kids here. And we can handcuff them and restrain them and do everything else. Why would I do that to her? Well, it didn't seem to matter until one of the fellow teachers who was a black woman And an old-time employee of the place Who came in without me even asking her And she said, let me tell you all something I've seen some sneaky stuff And I thought she was going to come in and drop the dime on me Like she was in cahoots with the other one And she says, I was there And she was When Mr. Wangland was just doing his job And nothing of the sort ever happened And she validated exactly what the truth was Where I was across the hall And all I was doing was asking her In a forceful and polite manner To do her job And she also heard her tell Another one of the teachers saying I'll fix his ass Now that's what happens If someone says it's so Is it so? Nobody did any due process Nobody asked me if I wanted a representative from my union Nobody uh, you know, wanted the facts as to what could make that so Were there other witnesses or anything else No Somebody got over on that initially Because they were a female But it could be Anybody who could have said it But they were older They had been there a long time They were more believable Why would they possibly say that Well, as we can see There was a reason why they would possibly say that And that story happened to me Over 37 years ago There's no reason for me to even bring it up Except that it's absolutely true And you know what The thing that bothered me about that And I've had that happen to me once or twice In my career since then Some variation on that same theme When I was doing my job Once when a person was mentally ill Doing that This woman was not mentally ill She was vindictive the thing that I said to the director of the program and the district supervisor, who never acted on it or on my concern afterwards, I said, you know what concerns me? It doesn't bother me, really, that somebody said that. I can understand it, and I've been vindicated. 100%. I feel great about that. This person's a liar. And the people that we have in here, the kids that we have in here, have to go to court hearings, And they have to have the reports from the teachers and their youth service team workers and myself and everybody else shown to the judge. And the judge will make determinations on the disposition of their cases. I said, what you have to think about is that if you have a teacher who has input into that and all I can be doing is telling her to do her damn job and she'll lie to the point of me losing my job and my career, what will she do? With kids that have been busting her ass for six months or who knocked her against a wall or cursed her out or threatened her. She's a liar and she shouldn't be here because people can be effective and be kept incarcerated because of her. That's the cost when you believe somebody just because they say it and you don't use due process. They say it, they look like they have authority, they look like they're sincere, but you don't have any proof. That's what can happen, and it happens all the time. Now, just like I used a movie for Monsters from the Id, go watch the classic movie, it's on Netflix right now, called 12 Angry Men. It was a Broadway play, and it's a movie that's been done several times about a jury where one guy just has a question. Everybody's voting to convict, and then one by one, the truth comes out. So before you're saying that Joe Biden is a bad boy because of some report that somebody felt or Al Franken is the the devil incarnate or Brett Kavanaugh really did this or Tucker Carlson is whatever or Ann Coulter is whatever, get the facts on people. Get the facts on people because they may be in the same position I was or you might have been in your lifetime. And the bigger the person is, the more guns that they have coming to to them. It's just something that I was just thinking about and wanted to share with all of you guys. So catch me on my next show, which I think is going to be about jobs. And the one after that is going to be about how do you handle big life changes. And wow, I think the last show this week is going to come out and is also going to be learning how to truly listen in a way that I bet you don't know how to do. It's a lost and important art, and I bet you it's going to help you in your personal, professional, and every kind of aspect of your life. So that's all from me, Stan Wangland, just thinking, I love you. I'll catch you on the flip-flop.
0: It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity x X-Fi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit today. Restrictions apply.
1: Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms.